the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. With Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line where we are happy to be joined by Darren Drager. He's a hockey insider for TSN, and you can find him on Twitter at Darren Drager. Darren, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you guys? We're doing all right. So, Darren, you are the man to ask whenever it comes to these types <laughs> of questions. Where are we at right now with the NHL? Well... This will shock no one, but we're in a waiting mode, right? And, uh, you know, the National Hockey League and Players Association are, are monitoring some of the reopenings around North America very carefully. You know, the motto is better safe than sorry. But in the meantime, you know, they continue to plan and do their due diligence. So they're strategizing, you know, both the league and the Players Association with the return to play committee. And they're finalizing the protocol of what the initiation of phase two will look like and then what that means for our listeners is you know when you implement phase two that means you're drawing all of the nhl players back to their nhl cities you know uh what's the 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 protocol for quarantine or self-isolation um what are the testing issues that the nhl is going to face moving forward will the players you know if they if they come into st louis as an example you know, the St. Louis Blue is going to be able to, you know, practice in small groups, train in small groups, you know, while uh, a team in, well, let's say the Toronto Maple Leafs or the New York Rangers, two pretty hard-hit areas in New York City and, uh, and uh, really the province of Ontario, you know, are they going to be on the same competitive platform that St. Louis or, you know, uh, another American team or another Canadian team might be on based on the density and how hard-hit, they are by COVID-19. Those are the decisions that the NHL is going to have to wrestle with moving forward. Right now, they're just waiting for uh, health clearance to initiate phase two. And while they're waiting, like I said, they're dealing with some of the protocol to make sure that they're ready when they get the all clear to, uh, to click into phase two. All right, Dregs, look, you talk to a lot of players, and you you do it in a public forum, and you also do it in a private setting. You talk to management and agents around. You're a guy that's dialed in. As far as you can tell us here and the listeners, what is the biggest reserve for the players? Like, what are they most worried about uh, for Phase 2 and then Phase 3 and what a game might look like or how they're going to be able to compete properly? Are they expressing any actual, like, major things that you think could be speed bumps in this process well safety is obvious right and and that's not just for the individual player and the coaches and the personnel and you know all the people that that make it nhl organization tick i mean those are are real issues um and by extension and i'm not distancing this by any way shape or form 
the families of the players too. Um, that's been a big one, you know, because you know, as as we in the media speculated probably a month or so ago, and and the notion that you know once you get through phase two, and now you're into to phase three, and phase three would likely be unless the scenario changes, players reporting to a hub city. Well, you know, the players understandably, appreciably so want to make sure that there's an allowance that's built in to see their spouses, their girlfriends, their wives, their children. You know, I mean, who wouldn't want to make sure that you're able to do that? And in addition to that, make sure that it's a safe environment that you're able to do that in. And that's not an easy thing to manage through because, you know, how do you pull a player out of his competitive environment? I mean, he's training to get back into either the regular season or maybe they dive right into a, a playoff format. You know, can he leave that environment and, and go see his wife and kids for three or five days or whatever that timeline is? And, you know, then he, when he comes back, he's going to have to be tested to make sure that he's all clear. And how long is that testing process going to take? So I would say a safe environment for everyone would be top of mind for most, if not all, NHL players. Darren, you got a great episode out today chatting with Sidney Crosby of of Drigger Cafe. And Cros is talking about the 2014 playoff possibility when things pick back up and I've heard from a couple of players that the 20 team playoff situation might look a little more appealing to those players what are you hearing on that aspect well it could and and that's why nothing should be ruled out right I mean these are these are scenarios that remain on the table um you know 24 obviously just expands the number of teams that are competing for one of those 16 playoff spots but it gets pretty calculated and and complicated as well right I'm a simple math guy, um, but you know if you're a top team in your division, you know do you automatically get a buy into that field of 16, the traditional playoff grouping, uh, and do you want that buy? Probably not. I mean the players have been off the ice for two plus months now. I mean they want every minute of ice time that they can get just to get back into game shape. And you know if we're talking about the Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, I mean obviously back into to playoff form. So I've heard the 20 team format. Uh, there's been a lot of talk on the 24 team format and what that might look like. And, you know, could you have a, a play in? I suppose you could do it with 20 teams as well. Um, I, I, what, what most want to make sure that they protect, and this is based on the integrity of that Stanley Cup championship, is making sure that there are four rounds involving the 16 teams in, again, what is a traditional playoff format. Now, depending on where we're at in the calendar, when you kickstart all of that stuff, you know, maybe it's not a, a best of seven for the first two rounds. Maybe it's a best of five, and then you go to a best of seven in the conference final. And, and obviously, the Stanley Cup championship in a perfect world, they'd play best of sevens for four rounds. We're not going to know any of this, whether it's 16 teams, 20, or 24, until uh, everybody is on the same page from a health authority standpoint. And really, that's what it boils down to, right? I mean, the league and the Players Association, all involved, can plan, and they're doing that hour by hour. But until everybody gets on the same page, the governments, the health authorities in North America, then we're going to continue to do what we're doing right now. 
speculating, but also waiting in the process. He's a hockey insider for TSN. He is Darren Drager joining us here on Ribs and DK on 101 ESPN. Darren, one of the discussions all year long here in St. Louis has been the pending free agency for Alex Petrangelo and what that's ultimately going to look like. And now that becomes even more complicated with the potential of the salary cap either staying flat or really we don't know about that right now. I'm curious from what you've heard, what what is this going to affect? How What, if, what impact is it going to have? on the salary cap and have you heard any potential discussions about whether it be a one-time buyout or a one-time exempt player against the cap is there anything going on with that as potential discussions as well for next year well i i I would guarantee that there have been those conversations you know maybe internally within the players association and internally within the nhl they haven't gotten a heavy lifting yet of a a collective bargaining agreement extension And, and many of us believe that that would be the end result of all of this because the NHL and the Players Association really have partnered well in dealing with COVID-19. But everything that you've just said, we're all wondering about, including the players, Alex Petrangelo, uh, Tyson Berry, Taylor Hall, go down the list. I mean, if you're a pending free agent, be it an unrestricted or restricted, you've got some pretty big financial concerns and questions. I believe that the salary cap is going to be flat. It'll be, you know, 81 plus million dollars. That will be an agreed-upon number between the NHL and the NHLPA because we know that the salary cap is always tied to revenues, and the revenue loss is mammoth. We know this as well. But there's going to have to be an agreement on that cap. You can't expect St. Louis or any cap team to, to lop off 10, 15, 20, 25 million or more from their cap. I mean, players would be just kicked out, or, you know, to your point, you, you'd have to have – uh, a buyout window that would be significant. And I I just don't see that as being a healthy environment for either the players or the owners. And then furthermore, you know, you've got the issue of escrow. And, and not to, to bore our listeners with all the minutiae of, of how escrow works, but escrow essentially does make the 50-50 salary cap system whole. Well, to do that, coming out of, again, extraordinary times, you know, if, if the burden is on the back of the player, it's going to be 30, 35% escrow. Well, that's, that's not fair. That's not going to happen. So they're going to have to negotiate a formula. And this will be a multi-year strategy whereby the players know what their percentage is for two, three, maybe four, maybe even five years for the next five years to make it a more affordable, palatable option. So all of that, including unrestricted free agency, is up in the air. It feels like there could be a correction, maybe in the term that's handed out, obviously in the dollars that is handed out. But when you're talking about a player like Alex Petran, I mean, come on, you're talking about cream of the crop type of guys. And the owners, the, the general managers, everyone involved with the association is always going to want to do what's right by a player like that because he's so important to winning and such an important part of the community. All right, Dregs, last one from me here today, and I asked this question of our buddies, Bob McKenzie, as well as Pierre Lebron, in this pandemic, in the quarantine times, I'm like, I like kicking back and having a nice glass of wine. I'm trying to become uh, better with my wine. So, you know, usually it was a twist off, even out of a box for, for Jamie Rivers, and that was just fine. But now I'm trying to pull myself up maybe a class or two. I had a couple of great suggestions from Bob and Pierre. Are you a wine guy? If so, what can you tell me about your favorite wine? And maybe should I pick it up? Well, look, man, I, I'm probably like you. I do enjoy wine, um, but I'm more of a middle-of-the-road guy. Uh, I'm not a snobby kind of, 
you know, big shot like Pierre Lebrun, who's got, <laughs> you know, a Mario, he's got a Mario Lemieux, co- you know, collection in his home. Uh, I don't have any of that. But I can drift from one extreme to the other. Uh, I mean, there, there's no such thing as a bad bottle of Camus. There just isn't. But it's expensive. Yes, so it is. It, it's for special occasions. If you want a real good blend um, that isn't going to break the bank, go with Conundrum. I don't know if those guys mentioned that. Pierre brought uh, that one up, buddy. Did he? Yeah, well, he sure did. He, he was probably the guy that suggested it to me. Uh, but it's a, a real nice blend, and it's got a high-end taste to it. But, you know, in the U.S., you're probably picking that bottle up for 20 25 bucks. Oh, that fits right in the river's <laughs> budget. That's perfect. <laughs> Darren, we always appreciate it, man. He's a hockey insider for TSN. You can follow him on Twitter, at Darren Drager. Thanks so much for the time today. All the best to you and your family. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, and you guys be well. Absolutely. That's Darren Drager joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Speaking of the Blues run to the Cup, 101 ESPN presents Play Gloria, the St. Louis Blues run to the Cup. Every Thursday and Friday night, hear the replay of two classic games from the Blues 2019 run. You relive each game with added insight and behind-the-scenes commentary from Chris Kerber. Thursday night, we've got Blues versus Sharks Game 3. That would be, of course, the hand-pass game. But Friday night, we've got Blues versus Sharks Game 4. Pre-game will start at 6, play-by-play at 7. It is Play Gloria. The St. Louis Blues are under the cup, and it is brought to you by Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Darren brought up an interesting point there, talking about how the players and the owners in the NHL are getting along well. They're doing well in the COVID situation. That's not the same situation in the MLB. There's some breaking news that I want to get to to talk about the public relations nightmare that could be headed for the MLB. We'll get to that next on 101 ESPN.